Okay, romance, mystery, and suspense may be the best-selling genres of books these days, but for our podcast, we're all business. Welcome to The Business, the official podcast of Harvard Business School. I'm Brian Kenny, Chief Marketing Communications Officer at HBS, and we're all about books for this holiday edition. We've asked each of our podcast guests over the past few months to recommend a book, especially a book about business, to anyone in search of a good read or anyone looking to give someone else a good read. We got recommendations for books old and new. I'll make my own recommendation at the end. So here is the business's 2014 list of holiday book picks. We're starting off with Harvard Business School professor and historian Nancy Kane, who we featured on our most recent podcast about the leadership skills of renowned explorer Ernest Shackleton. For her pick, she chose a book written about another born leader in history. So I love a book that's in print, but an old book. It's called The Lincoln Reader. It's by a grand old man, now deceased, of Lincoln Scholarship named Paul Engel. And what it is, is a compilation ordered in chronological form, so you can read it as a biography of Lincoln. Mm -hmm. But it's a compilation of firsthand observers, friends, colleagues of Lincoln throughout his life framed with Angle's commentary. So he introduces a person to you, tells you how they knew Lincoln as a boy, as a young man in New Salem, as a lawyer in Springfield, running for office, getting married. And so he gives you this brilliant, if you will, again, introductions and conclusions. But then you read as if you're sitting there with these people that knew Lincoln, talking to them about what they said. And what you emerge with are these wonderful slices of the making of Abraham Lincoln whose life and journey and challenges and weaknesses have as many lessons for our time as Ernest Shackleton. It makes for absolutely compelling, gripping reading. And it's not very long, it's not very dense, and yet it's unforgettable in terms of what it offers to each of us trying to craft our own journey of worth and purpose in a turbulent moment. Now that would be something different under the tree, a copy of The Lincoln Reader by Paul Engel. By the way, you can find links to each of these books on our website, hbs.edu slash thebusiness. Right around Election Day in November, we featured two Harvard Business School graduates who both chose a path less traveled by grads, the one that led to City Hall. First, Dan Coe. He's chief of staff under the new Boston mayor, Marty Walsh. Yeah, it's a pretty typical response, I'd guess, but I'm a big sports fan, and uh, when Moneyball first came out, I was a religious disciple of the practice. And I think I think what is most compelling about that book and something that I keep top of mind as chief of staff today is that when you first come up with a really game-changing idea, people think you're crazy, mm. right? And it's very easy to lose faith in an idea because one or two people who you trust and who historically have had very good judgment on ideas have said that's not sort of, it, there's a reason why this hasn't happened, et cetera, et cetera. And so when I think about, you know, the story of Billy Bean as a GM coming up with basically a new rubric to evaluate players and gaining a huge advantage of it, what excites me about my job every day is that there are those ideas out there for government. There are those ideas for cities that other people may have dismissed, that may have not made it up the chain fast enough in other places, that as chief of staff, you have a chance to enable them and, and, and excite them. Not just ideas you have, but the ideas that people bring to you. That's what's really, really exciting for me. And what's really exciting about this role and being in city government in this position is that when there's a crazy idea, you have the ability to push that forward and you don't have to worry about getting lost in bureaucracy because if that's the case, it's really on you for not pushing it forward enough. 
the Red Sox should have reread Moneyball this year. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's not too late. Mitch Weiss is also an HBS alum. He's now a senior lecturer here, and he also served as chief of staff to a Boston mayor. In his case, it was longtime mayor Tom Menino. We spoke to Mitch just a few weeks before Menino died this fall. As you're going to hear, he was devoted to his old boss. One thing you should know about chiefs of staff is that their job, in part, is to be loyal to their mayors or their CEOs or whomever. Mayor Menino has a new book out, uh, mm -hmm. Mayor for a New American City. <laughs> and it's a great story of what he accomplished over his 20-year career and as well how far Boston has come in terms of opening up both along racial lines. We're now a majority-minority city, its economy to be a much more innovative city. And I think people will find it uh, interesting here, uh, but also across the country and across the world, the cities have become kind of the new nation states. This is an amazing story about what one place went through over the course of the last two decades. The loyalty knows no boundaries. No there. boundaries. No boundaries. Job for life. Any leader in City Hall or the C-suite has to determine their values and their own code of ethics. HBS professor Max Bazerman has spent much of his life studying strong leadership. We asked him which book he recommends for gift-giving this year. So there's lots of great books out there, including Happy Money by Mike Norton at HBS, and Joshua Green wrote uh, his recent book on morality, but in terms of something connected to my current work on the power of noticing, I certainly think of Warren Bennis's work because he's the one who first said that a key leadership attribute is to be a first-class noticer, and that's been an inspiration for me. Warren Bennis is somebody who I knew not well, but I, I read much of his work, and his work is of a very different style than my own, but I think he was truly insightful leadership expert. He recently passed away and before that had been the head of the advisory council at the Center for Public Leadership where I'm fortunate to be the co-director. So I think of his work, his book with Bob Thomas, uh, Geeks and Geezers, is a book that talks about this idea of the first class noticer. First class noticers are more agile because they see things many others overlook. What HBS professor Frank Cespedes sees in major corporations is that sales and marketing should strategize together but often don't. He had that in mind when we asked him to pick a book to give. Let me cite two. Uh, one, A Golden Oldie by my mentor here at Harvard Business School, Ted Levitt. Some of our uh, podcast listeners may have been lucky enough uh, to know Ted and, and work with him. But his collection of essays titled The Marketing Imagination, I think are still among the best. And uh, Ted understood there was a difference between marketing and sales, but he did not look down his nose at sales, and he has still some of the wiser things to say about that. More recently, there's a new book by uh, Nate Silver uh, mm. called The Signal and the Noise. It's essentially about forecasting. But I think that if uh, you're in a position in a company where you're making in investments in big data, and you don't want those investments to be yet another cycle of garbage in, garbage out, as we say, you've really got to read Silver's book and understand what's important in trying to use data in an actionable, managerial manner. It's a smart book, and it's written in a wonderfully engaging manner. Okay, now it's my turn. Since I am by obligation bound to read books that Harvard Business School professors write, I will recuse myself from choosing any book written by a Harvard Business School professor, and I will step outside that box. 
The book that I chose to recommend is by Walter Isaacson, and it's a book that he wrote about Ben Franklin. It's a bio of Ben Franklin, and if anybody wants to see the many, many contributions that Ben Franklin made, both in business and beyond, this is the best bio I think that you could find. It's very comprehensive, and I think you'll be amazed at the things that Ben Franklin did that affect us to this very day. The book is called Ben Franklin, and it's by Walter Isaacson. I'm Brian Kenny of Harvard Business School. We've got links to each of the books mentioned in this edition of The Business on our website, www.hbs.edu slash thebusiness. And we're still interested to know what book you think is holiday gift worthy. Tweet your suggestions to our Twitter handle, at HarvardHBS. And give us any feedback about our podcast, including guests you'd like to hear from in 2015, and what question you'd have for them. Once again, it's at HarvardHBS. Since this is our last podcast in 2014, we'd love for you to make us a regular thing for 2015. You can subscribe to The Business on iTunes U and follow us on SoundCloud. We'll bring you another edition of The Business in January. Looking forward to having you back with us then. From all of us at The Business, have a great holiday.